You're listening to The Alligator Podcast, a podcast where the independent Florida alligator, the largest student newspaper in the country, discusses our latest stories on the University of Florida, Gainesville, and beyond. Subscribe and tune in weekly on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or SoundCloud to hear our latest episodes on news, sports, and much more. Also be sure to follow us on Twitter at The Alligator, as well as find all of our latest stories at alligator.org. Hello and welcome to the Alligator Podcast. I am your host, Graham Marsh, and this is your weekly news roundup. First thing on the table today is the CARES Act. Uh, Multiple stories have been written this week regarding the CARES Act and the COVID-19 pandemic in general over here at the Alligator. Um, So first up is to talk about Emma Bautista, Enterprise Editor at the Alligator Story. Um, We did a podcast about it earlier this week, if you recall. Um, Basically, what it talked about was who does and does not qualify in Gainesville for the CARES Act funding. Basically, what that story entailed was that undocumented workers in Gainesville do not qualify for federal aid. So what does that necessarily mean? Obviously, that means those that are here in the United States technically illegally do not qualify for that government aid. However, it also means those who have had their green cards and visas expire since the COVID-19 pandemic has started. And if you think about it, a lot of these workers have been laid off since the pandemic has devastated the economy. And because a lot of these people that are here in the United States on visas are now out of work because they've been laid off because whatever jobs they work, be it at a restaurant, be it at a hotel, um, these places are either closed or they're not getting enough business to afford keeping them on staff. So you're dealing with a lot of unemployment, obviously unemployment everywhere has been through the roof. So now you're dealing with those that are from a different country that are here on a visa, that are not permanent citizens, but were here working, whose visas have expired, who can't renew their visa because they're currently not working, so they don't qualify to renew their visa. So now, not only do they not have a visa, so they're technically in the country illegally, but now they don't get any government aid. You're dealing with people who are really in a pickle because they don't know what they can do. They don't have the money to get home, but they also aren't getting the money to stay here either. So you're dealing with a pretty significant chunk of the Gainesville population, of the Gainesville population of workers that are not receiving CARES Act aid when they truly need it. Um, Also, in terms of more of the UF side of things, the CARES Act gave the University of Florida $31 million. 15.5, so exactly half of that money was supposed to go to students in emergency funds, like such as needing to travel to get home, needing to pay for any sort of technology they might need to transition to online classes, anything like that. However, three types of students at the University of Florida do not qualify. Those three are PACE students, so online students, DACA students who are not technically U.S. citizens, and international students, those from different countries other than the United States. So, Those kids do not qualify, which puts them in a pickle as well, 
because you're dealing with international students that are from somewhere else that might need the money to get home, or if they need to stay in the United States, might need the money to pay rent somewhere else, or might need the money to get the online means necessary. They might need to get Wi-Fi, they might need to get a computer, etc., etc., to transition to online classes but they don't qualify for this aid however they do qualify for the ada gator program which is a program specifically raised by the university of florida that does give them some money but not necessarily enough so that's enough with the cares act let's move over to sg rent relief bill coming up next Student government passed a bill on Tuesday that would transfer $500,000 from the SG Reserve account to provide rent relief to students. This came after students who returned to their hometowns petitioned department complexes for financial support, and one student senator encouraged students to rent strike. The SG Reserve account before shelling out this $500,000 had about $4.3 million in it as of March 11th. That's right before the COVID-19 pandemic came through and shut down basically everything, including the University of Florida's campus. So now basically SG is preparing for a possible drop in enrollment in the fall due to the pandemic. So it needs more money in the reserve. However, as of now, enrollment has only gone down by 99 students in total which will likely not have a significant impact on funding for the next year. Other grants like Adagator and CARES both have a maximum grant of $1,000, but even with funding from these programs, students may still be in need of money because of COVID-19 layoffs, unexpected travel, and other emergency expenses. So, essentially, SG shelled out some money to students to help pay their rent, and that came out of their reserve. And over time, that reserve will need to beef itself back up, even though it's over $4 million and only 500000 of it was shelled out. It will need a little bit of beefing back up in the future. So the next order of business here in your Alligator Weekly News Roundup is the civil rights complaint filed in U.S. District Court over county face mask order. Back on May 4th, the Alachua County Commission mandated that everybody wear masks in public places and people can be fined if they don't comply. However, this past Tuesday, the same day that SG shelled out the rent relief bill, that order was revoked. No longer do those in Alachua County in public places have to wear face masks. All five Alachua County commissioners and the county manager were named defendants in a civil rights complaint filed on May 11th over the county's face mask order. Gainesville civil rights attorney Remy Eagle Glenn filed a civil rights complaint on behalf of five county residents. The complaint says the order discriminates against those with medical conditions or disabilities. It was filed in the U.S. District Court for the Northern District of Florida. The plaintiffs want the ordinance stricken in its entirety because they believe mandatory face masks can't be enforced legally. The plaintiffs also requested the county pay $100,000 in damages as well as attorney fees and legal costs. So essentially here you have the county forcing people to wear masks and then being sued that that is not legal. And the biggest news of the week, something that the alligator has been covering very, very closely, is fall classes on campus. As of this week, UF announced that there will be classes in person in the fall. So 
If you are a student at the University of Florida, you can expect to be back in Gainesville this fall. Despite the COVID-19 pandemic, it will still happen. Most people suspect that masks could possibly be required by the university, but that is not determined as of now. And finally, on the sports front, the NCAA has approved return to campus for football, men's basketball, as well as women's basketball as of June 1st for voluntary team activities. However, each individual school will have to work with their overall campus policies as well as their own state government to decide if indeed those three sports will in fact return to campus. So once again, this is your Alligator Weekly News Wrap-Up. I am your host, Graham Marsh. You can follow me at Graham Marsh UF on Twitter. Also be sure to follow at The Alligator on Twitter, as well as read our latest stories at alligator.org. We will see you guys next time. Thanks for listening to The Alligator Podcast. Be sure to subscribe, leave a review, and follow us on Twitter at The Alligator, as well as find all of our latest stories at alligator.org.